Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. This is a special, 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 special podcast today. It's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. You know, uh, most people would say, gee, you're really doing podcasts on Thanksgiving? You know, we never rest at the CXM experience because customer experience is all about being there all the time. So you know, we don't take days off. You're also going to hear a Christmas Day podcast. So but this is our Thanksgiving Day podcast. And I'm actually going to talk about something that I talk about every year on my blog. Well, maybe not every year, but many years on my blog, which is uh, the controversy surrounding this actual holiday. Uh, and uh, I'm going to start with a reference to an old movie. I'm going to talk a little bit about, you know, politics. I'm going to talk a little bit about history and I'm going to talk a little bit about, um, FDR and Lincoln. It's going to, it's going to be sort of a fun sort of little pass through, uh, us history here. So enjoy. Uh, and as you're sitting there preparing your Turkey, you can just sort of listen to this podcast go by. So let me start with a little bit of perspective on politics. So I, I have loved and followed American politics since, uh, for a long time, since I was a kid, but I've been you know, religiously watching the McLaughlin group since it started in the mid eighties. And then, um, in watching meet the press uh, the same amount. And, uh, those are probably my two sort of favorite shows. I've seen a bunch of other stuff too, but meet the press and McLaughlin group are definitely up there. Great to see, um, the McLaughlin group back. Uh, so when John died uh, a few years ago, they obviously went off the air, uh, but Tom Rogan brought it back and, uh, did sort of a trial version of it on one of the networks uh, about a year ago, year and a half ago, and now they're back on PBS, which is um, fantastic. And so, uh, and they're, they're, they've been doing it remotely, but they're doing a great job. Uh, and so, you know, the thing that I always find interesting about politics is that people have a tendency to believe that this is the worst time. We've never been more divided. You know, you know, this person's a dictator. Like there's a whole set of catchwords and catchphrases. Uh, since World War II, you know, Hitler gets trotted out fairly frequently as people sort of talk about stuff. And I think that what's useful, it is really useful to read history. Uh, not enough people do it. Because when you, when you look at history, actually, history is you've got to go back to the newspapers. The things that people used to say about each other in politics were quite shocking. Um, there's an incident uh, in U.S. history where a senator beat another senator with his cane, like beat him into submission with his cane. And then when he went back to his office, his um, our constituents uh, sent him more canes as you know support for the beating. Um, we don't really hear about that anymore. They're not fistfights. You know, the British Parliament, uh, if you ever go to the British Parliament and see the House of Parliament, you know, the members' desks, members of probably the MP desks are very close together. And you might think, well, why are they so close together? Well, they were actually set up that way specifically so that it would be too difficult to draw your sword uh, and stab the other MPs. Like, we've really come a long way. There's way fewer stabbings and beatings in politics than there used to be. It's just words now. But some of the words, like if you go back to the Lincoln-Douglas debates, it's shocking. Like the things that people would say about each other would not be acceptable today. And so I would just, I always kind of caution people when they say we've never been more divided or politics have never, never been more divisive or it's, it's always been this way. It's always been this way. And, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of roll out an example, which is a Thanksgiving-themed example, around uh, what we'll call Franksgiving. And, uh, and so Franksgiving was a derisive and negative name given to Thanksgiving in the 1940s. And I'll explain why and sort of what the origin of it. Uh, so if you've ever seen the movie Holiday Inn, uh, it's a deeply flawed movie, uh, some sort of almost extraordinarily uh, racist, not 
uh, not even undertones. There's just <laughs> extraordinarily racist tones in it. Uh, and they're so deeply embedded in the movie and then so many scenes, you can't really edit them out. It was deeply flawed from that standpoint, a little difficult to watch. However, it is the first movie in which uh, the song White Christmas appeared. Uh, and it's an all Irving Berlin soundtrack and it features Fred Astaire and Bing Crosby. And it's it's got some wonderful dance sequences in it. So if you, if you kind of skip through the racist garbage and kind of just try to enjoy the art of Irving Berlin and, and the musicians and the, and the dance, then you, there's, there's something to be drawn from it. Now, in the movie, there is a scene where, um, so basically the whole concept of the holiday and movie, it's got nothing to do with the, the hotel chain. It was long before the hotel chain existed. Uh, the movie's idea is Bing Crosby is a performer, uh, wannabe nightclub owner, decides to leave the business, goes to a farm, has a terrible time as a farmer, the worst job in the world, way more work than being a nightclub performer, decides to uh, he ends up in a sanitarium, which is, this is a hilarious scene. Uh, you wouldn't think so, but it is. And then um, comes back with his great idea. His great idea is stays on the farm, but now he turns the farm into a performance venue called Holiday Inn. And they only perform on the holidays. Uh, so then there's you know quite a few holidays if you kind of look at the year. And so basically it's an opportunity for all these amazing Irving Berlin songs like Easter Parade and White Christmas, et cetera, to sort of play through this uh, show. And they go through kind of a full sequence of holidays in the movie. So when they get each one, they have a little animated card before the holiday. So the way the movie kind of cuts itself is as they, they'll have a scene and then they'll essentially just cut to black and then cut to a title card, which will be, now we're going to talk about Easter. And then, boom, you go right into Easter. So that way they're, the movie kind of moves fairly quickly through essentially a year and a half of history. And this title card is the Thanksgiving one. And what's really interesting about it, the very first time I saw the movie, uh, and it was actually literally Holiday Inn, a little bit of grad trivia here, it's the first movie I ever rented. Uh, I, um, I got a V, I rented a VHS player, the machines I didn't have the machine. This is back when I was in college. And I rented the VHS tape. I don't even know how much it was, probably quite a bit of money, and set it all up. And this is the very first movie I rented and saw. So it was so that's why I'm so frustrated with <laughs> some of the challenging parts of this movie, but it is an important part of my my memories. Uh, anyway, so the title card for Thanksgiving. So there's a picture of the calendar, and you see Thanksgiving Day on the 20th of November. And then, and there's a little turkey, a little sort of gobble, gobble, curt turkey, kind of animated in that kind of classic 1940s style. And the turkey's on the 20th. And then it flips to the 27th. And the turkey runs to the 27th. And then it flips back to the 20th. And the turkey runs back to the 20th. And it's flipping back and forth between the 20th and 27th. And the turkey's running back and forth and looks, gets really frustrated. And I've always wondered, what is that? Like, why are they doing that? Why are they running the turkey back and forth? Well, there's a little bit of history here. And the history, which is, I think, very interesting, is that Thanksgiving's actually a relatively modern holiday. It's only been an official holiday since 1941. Now, you know, U.S. presidents have declared a general day of Thanksgiving uh, to be observed on the last Thursday in November. And that custom sort of started by Lincoln in 1863 during the Civil War. But it didn't become an official day until it was embodied in a joint resolution of Congress and was signed into law by President Roosevelt uh, on November the 26th, 1941. And it was designated as the fourth Thursday in November of each year as Thanksgiving Day. And we still do that today. But the, the sort of 
an interesting time because uh, FDR, as he was known, or Franklin Delano Roosevelt, was a very controversial president. I mean, he's generally viewed now as a great president. But at the time, he was accused of being a dictator. There were massive opposition to the programs that he was running. Uh, some of the things that were said about him were, were horrible. And there was kind of some controversy uh, in terms of the actual date. And the fact that he declared the date was actually very controversial itself. Uh, so basically what happened is um, uh, in October of 1941, uh, Roosevelt decided to deviate from the custom of just declaring a day of Thanksgiving and uh, actually declare uh, November 23rd, uh, second to last Thursday as Thanksgiving that year. And so that short notice change in dates affected the holiday plans of millions of Americans. For example, many college football teams routinely ended their seasons with rivalry games on Thanksgiving and had scheduled them for that year for the last day in November. And some athletic conferences had rules permitting games only through the Saturday following Thanksgiving. So if the day were changed, many of those teams would play their games to empty stadiums or not at all. The change also caused problems for college registrars, schedulers, and calendar makers. And a Gallup poll discovered that Democrats favored the switch, 52 to 48, kind of tight, while the Republicans opposed it, 79 to 21. Sounds familiar, right? Overall, Americans opposed the change, 62 to 38. So after announcing in August 39 that he would similarly designate November 21st of the next year, um, Roosevelt issued on October 31st his official proclamation calling for a general day of Thanksgiving on November 23rd. So this declaration is that kind of amount to essentially moral authority of the presidency. But each state could still independently determine when to cancel work for the state and municipal employees. So 23 states and the District of Columbia recognized the non-traditional date that uh, FDR had set up. And 22 states preserved the traditional date going from the 1860s uh, on November 30th. And then, and then three states, Colorado, Mississippi, and Texas, just said, ah, we're going to do holidays on both the dates, on both the weeks. And so we like to talk about partisan politics, but like, listen to this passage, right? Uh, when Roosevelt was essentially declaring Thanksgiving. So the plan encountered immediate opposition. Alf Landon, Roosevelt's Republican challenger in the preceding election, called the declaration another illustration of the confusion which Roosevelt's impulsiveness has caused so frequently during his administration. If the change has any merit at all, more time should have been taken working it out instead of springing it upon an unprepared company with the omnipotence of a Hitler. How about that? Look at that. He's referring to Hitler based on FDR deciding to declare the second last Thursday, not the last Thursday, as Thanksgiving. I mean, it's amazing. This is like this is a long time ago. This is 80 years ago, and people are still whipping the Hitler thing out. And this is like, you know, really like Hitler's still like the chancellor at that point. They hadn't even started the war. So while not all critics were political opponents of the president, most parts of New England then a Republican stronghold relative to the nation, things change, were among the most vocal areas. James Fraser, the chairman of the Selectmen of Plymouth, Massachusetts, uh, which is the commonly alleged location of the first Thanksgiving holiday, heartily disapproved. Anyway, so I just I like to kind of just sort of talk about this. And so basically what happened is that the whole country was massively confused because they started celebrating it last Thursday. Roosevelt wanted to move it to the second last Thursday. And the reason was to give more time for retail and then, you know, kind of confusion entailed. And so what you see in the uh, Holiday Inn is you see the turkey being confused because the date was moving back and forth and no one really knew when Thanksgiving was, which is like, I just think is just hilarious. I love what we can argue about. And I, I'll sort of end with a little bit of a, a note of positivity here because I, I, the reason I like to talk about this is that, you know, people get almost despondent about politics and they really haven't changed. 
It really haven't changed. And, uh, and actually, it's a good thing. Democracy should be messy, and it should be vocal, and it should be different opinions, and there should be clashes. It's a, it's a great thing. And I'm a new American. I mean, I, I became a, an American citizen in 2015, so I'm relatively new to the country. But just, I love it. I just think it's fantastic, though, the dynamism of the country. It's very powerful. Uh, and, you know, I'll just quote Churchill. I'll end this with a Churchill quote. I think for Thanksgiving, I don't Churchill really didn't celebrate Thanksgiving, but but let me just end with a Churchill quote because I do think it's a it's a good reminder that while democracy is messy affair, it's it's better than anything else out there, right? So uh, from Churchill by himself, page five hundred and seventy four, uh, this is his quote: uh, "Many forms of government have been tried and will be tried in this world of sin and woe. No one pretends that democracy is perfect or all wise." Indeed, it has been said that democracy is the worst form of government, except for all those other forms that have been tried from time to time. So I'll leave you on that note. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Do whatever you do to stay safe, but stay connected with family. There's many ways to do it. Um, I've set up a room in Facebook, and we'll probably do something in Zoom as well. Uh, I think the Facebook room thing is a really cool idea. They're sort of launching that right now to get everyone to do that. Um, be connected, stay with family, talk to people, support the ones you love, and think back over what has been a difficult year for a lot of people, but also think about the things that have happened that have been good. And, and good things have happened, and many things have changed. In many ways, we have had moments and opportunities to do things we wouldn't normally have done and just think about how that may have changed your life in a positive way. Uh, for the CXM experience, this is Brad Kahn, and I'll see you next time.